Welcome to this week's episode of the NACF Podcast. We thank you for joining us. Well, today we're talking about your offering. Do you offer God a lame offering? Or do you offer him your best offer? Give your best to God. Offer up. Cursed is the cheat who has an acceptable male in his flock and loves to give it, but then sacrifices a blemished animal to the Lord. He says, for I am a great king, says the Lord Almighty, and my name is to be feared among nations. He's talking about your offering, not your time. This is your offering.
that will was here. He wanted me to be so frustrated, so flustered that the numbers wasn't coming up and the slide wasn't coming up and the, and the music wasn't acting right. So if we get up here and just push real quick through the message, I would have missed will. But the Holy Spirit said before prayer, he said, settle this place. Gather it. We have to be available for whatever. For whatever God wants to do. My God. And there's such a sweet, just a sweet presence of God in this place on this afternoon. And I'm so grateful. There's a number of miracles that are sitting in this room right now. But I can call out some names, be like, yup, yup. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> that are in this place. Y'all, this is the importance of praising. This is the importance of prayer. Sometimes the prayer meeting is the least attended in the whole church. But I tell you, we got a solid team of about 18 when he says this is for the believers and because we believed my message almost feels like we forget about it we'll preach already <laughs> it feels like like we'll already preach but I tell you this the bottom line for the message on this afternoon is that it's a matter of the heart. We're talking about offering. And God wanted to talk to us about our offering. Because we often talk about the tithe here in church. And most of us have heard tithe. You're supposed to be tithing. And our tithe is our 10% of our increase. It's the first 10% of our increase. But God wanted to talk about our offering. We often quote Malachi uh, 3 and 10 when we talk about the tithe. Bring, bring your whole tithe into the storehouse so that God may pour you out a blessing that you won't have room enough to receive. And we stand on that. There is even another blessing that falls right in there in Malachi uh, 3 10. That says not only will he uh, pour you out a blessing that you won't have room enough to receive, but it also says that if you're a tither, then he would rebuke the devourer for your sake. There's blessings on the table for the tither. The only thing that we have to do is pull them off of the table. Take God at his word. But what he wanted to talk to me about in this month of level up giving but what about your offering, Sharonda? And so I say to you, what about your offering to God? Because some of us have decided whether or not we're going to tithe. Partial tithe, whole tithe, or no tithe at all. But what about your offering? Have you decided about that? I, I looked it up. And as I was going back and forth about this, this tithing, and then God said, well, what about your offering? He took me back up because we always read that in Malachi 3 and 10. But if we go up just a couple of verses, then we get to Malachi 8. And it reads, will a mere mortal rob God? Yet you rob me. But you ask, how are we robbing you? He says, in tithes and offerings. There's that and again, Minister Jamila. She, she preached on that uh, a month or so ago. In tithes and offerings. He said, you are under a curse. 
your whole nation talking to the Israelites because you are robbing me. Because I asked you to bring me the tithe and the offering. And then he says, test me in this and, and see won't I throw open the floodgates of heaven and pour you out so much blessing that there is not room enough for you to receive it. He said, I will prevent pests from devouring your crops and, and the vines of your fields will, will um, not drop their fruit before it's ripe. The nations will call you blessed if you don't rob me of my tithes and offering. And so I just want to talk to you just for a few moments. And I promise I'm getting ready to tie this right back in to Brother Will being here on today. It's a matter of, of the heart. But what do you mean, God, we're robbing you? Or what do you mean that we haven't presented our offering? If we go back just a little bit further in Malachi to 1, it says, When you bring injured, lame, or diseased animals and offer them as sacrifices, should I accept them from your hands? Cursed is the cheat who has an acceptable male in his flock and vows to give it, but then sacrifices a blemished animal to the Lord. He says, for I am a great king, says the Lord Almighty, and my name is to be feared among nations. He's talking about your offering, not your tithe. This is your offering. This is God saying, you promised. He's telling them, you promised to bring me your best. But when it was time for you to give me your best, you gave me a lame offering. Oh it was on them that they presented a, uh, they promised a healthy animal, but then they offered a blind, disabled, or crippled animal. God said, cursed is the cheat that has what is good, but brings what is lame. Mm. Cursed is the cheat. And so I ask you, as we were just in our praise and worship, as we were lifting our hands in total praise, how was your offering? If we look back over the, oh, we're in April, just the first quarter of the year, and God came to look at your offering. Pastor said, you're being recorded. If he came back to look at your offering, then what would he find for you? Would he be pleased? Or would he say, you have brought me a lame? You cheat. You are cursed to have what is good, but bring me what is lame. Are we robbing God? Are you robbing God of his offering that he's asking us to give? Because we understand with the, with the tithe, there's a blessing on the table. It's just the currency of the kingdom. It is a transactional promise and a transactional process. We don't give to get from God. But he laid the blessing on the table. He said, if you would do this, then I would bless you. And so that blessing is laid on the table. Are we receiving it? Or are we leaving it right there on the table? How is your offering? And I know that some people would say, you know what? This whole tithe and this whole offering, that's Old Testament news. And it does not apply to us because Jesus came already and he fulfilled the law. And that was the law of the Old Testament. Well, I tell you on this afternoon, I have Bible for that. And I'm going to just quickly talk to you about how do we offer up to God? How do we level up our giving? And at first it says in 2 Corinthians 9, 6 through 10. By the way, that's our foundational scripture. Let's read it together because I, I want us to be on one page. Let's, let, let's read the scripture together. If you can go back, Sean. There it is. Remember this. Whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. And whoever sows generously will also reap generously. 
Each of you should give what you have decided in your heart to give, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. And God is able to bless you abundantly so that in all things, at all times, having all you need, you will abound in every good work. As it is written, they have freely scattered their gifts to the poor. Their righteousness endures forever. Now he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food will also supply and increase your store of seed and will enlarge the harvest of your righteousness. So let's go back. That's a New Testament scripture. And so he did not leave offering and giving in the Old Testament. He brought it forward. So how do we level up our giving? It says, remember this. Whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. And whoever sows generously will also reap generously. We have to offer up generously. Give it up generously. We have a transactional promise, a, a process in God. Give a little and you get a little. Give generously and you will get generously. There are blessings on the table for those who believe. For those who believe in offering the promise, the blessing in offering, we get to take it or leave it. And so what are we going to do? My God, are we robbing God of our proper offering, of his proper offering? Are you leaving it on the table? Is there a blessing? Are you giving generously? But how do we give? How are we supposed to give? Because the tithe says, bring 10%. But the offering doesn't say how much you are supposed to give. And so I said, God, well, well, wait a minute. How do we know if we're robbing you if we don't know how much we're supposed to be giving? And he said, I'm glad you asked. Right here in 2 Corinthians, it says, each of you should give what you have decided in your heart to give. Not reluctantly or under compulsion. How do we level up our giving? Offer it up from the heart. This is where I want us to be right now. This is where I want us to stay just for a moment on this afternoon. Your giving ought to come from your heart. You ought to give freely of your increase, which is your money. Your time, which is your availability, and your gift, which is your talent. You ought to be giving that from the heart back to God, not selfishly, not only for you, but to God. He said, give from the heart. In the Greek, the heart is cardia. It means the center of your life. Wayne Detzler is a known apologetics and theologian. And he said in the New Testament, the major meaning of heart is as the center of life, the thought, the feeling, even a spiritual response. Not this organ that's in your chest. But it's the center of your life, your thoughts, your feeling, and your spiritual response is your, your heart. And then your offering is to present solemnly as an act of worship or devotion to God. That's the noun. And then the verb says to present for acceptance or rejection. The heart is the center of life. It's the thought feeling. It is your spiritual response. Offering is what you present solemnly as an act of worship to God. To present it for acceptance or rejection. It's an offering. We can see in the Old Testament, he was rejecting their offering, even though they were presenting it. It's for acceptance or rejection. And so I ask you from your heart, have you presented your offering from the center of your life, from your thought feelings and your spiritual response, a solemn act of worship to God? When you give your offering, your money, your time, and your talent, where is it coming from? Is it coming from your heart or your head? Can you say that whenever I write offering on an envelope, 
Whenever I give a donation, and I'm not talking about your time. Whenever I give a donation, that this is my solemn act of worship to God. This is my offering. Whenever you show up, you're doing something to help somebody else. Pastor told us we love him and we love them. When you're loving them. Do you present your time when you show up to the volunteer event, when you're going to help someone? It is ever in your heart to say, God, this is my solemn That's good. act That's good. of worship yeah. to God. Yeah. Is it coming from your heart or is it begrudge? Hey, I don't want to be here and they always asking people to do so and I don't want to do it. When you show up with your talents. Your gift. Whatever. What do you do? We got the musicians and the singers. We got the administrators and the preachers. We got the teachers. We got the AV technicians. We have the IT people. We have the people that are good in finance. What, what's your talent? Which, what are you doing? We have those that are good with young people. We have those that are good with our seniors. When you show up with your gift and your talent, and you're giving it to other people. Do you present it from the center of your life? God, this is my solemn act of worship to you, God, for your acceptance or your rejection. Is your offering being accepted or rejected. When you come up with your, your offering, you dig around in the bottom of your purse or your wallet and drag out that wrinkled up $20, uh -oh. that bent up $5. There's your offering that you're presenting for acceptance or rejection. When you show up to give your time or decide not to show up, there's your offering. When you have a talent that you refuse to give back to God, but you only want to be paid for what you do. Everything that you do, whatever your gift and talent might be, I want to be paid for what I do. This is what you're telling God. This is mine. Is it? It can't be. And I want to tell us that we're in this together on this afternoon. When we're talking about presenting my, God, this is my offering. This is what I give of my money, my time, and my ability. My offering. This is not my tithe because I consider myself a tither. I give 10% of my increase. But my offering, huh, every now and then, if I have something left over, that's my offering. And I thought I was doing good because I'm a tither. But God said, you're robbing me, Sharonda. And I just ask you, I don't know if there's any other robbers out here that is robbing God of tithe and offering or of just his offering. There is a blessing on the table for those who give to God. Give what he has asked you to give. Give from your heart. But I want to know, if God laid out the table, your table, what's left on the table? Because there, he said there's blessing. We don't give to give, but God said, Try me in this, that if, see, won't I bless you if you do this? Some of your struggle, some of your fight with yourself, with your marriage, with your kids, with your finances, with your life is still laying on the table, waiting for you to receive the blessing of God, but you won't receive it, and so it stays laying on the table. Some of that fight that you have with those kids, those, those adult children, God said,
action in the kingdom works. God said there's a blessing. And I know there's a whole bunch of folk in here that's in a struggle, in a fight. Will you struggle? Will you fight? Yeah. Will trouble come against you? Yeah. But I tell you what, when trouble came against my family, Shay, and I needed to fight, and money couldn't do nothing forward, you know what I did? I stood on the blessing of a tither. I said, God, I'm a tither. You said that if I tithe, there was a blessing on the table for me. You said that you would rebuke the devourer that was trying to take the fruit out of my land. And so I said, God, I'm testing you in this. You said. And do you know he rose up? Because he told me to test him. Do you know that God healed that whole thing? Do you know that it's still restored? Do you know that it is still turned around? Do you know that when you are a tither, when you give of your offering, there's a blessing? I love the way Dr. Parson teaches this because she said she can't find it in the Bible where it's a sin not to tithe or give an offering. So for all of you who have decided I don't believe in tithing, I'm not going to. I don't have enough, I'm not going to. I don't give an offering. Uh, we, can't, we can't say that you're sinning against God. Yeah. Can't find that much in the Bible. But what we can say is your blessing is left on the table. Either you believe this or you don't. This is for the believers. And so I want to talk to you about the matter of your heart, your cardia, the center of your life, your thoughts, your feelings, and your spiritual response. Has it been hindered? What in your life has hardened your heart that you're not able to feel the way God is asking you to feel? Not only about him, but about a whole bunch of stuff. You can say, Pastor Sharonda, you just have no idea what has happened. I'm so out of touch with my heart. I'm so mad at everything that is going on. I'm so hurt by everything that is going on. I'm so disappointed by everything that has been going on that I have a hard time giving to anybody from my heart. What are we going to do about that? God said, I want you to pray for those on this afternoon. You can come, teeth. God said, I want you to pray for those who have a matter of the heart. I want us to understand that on this Palm Sunday, that God has given us him as an example, that he presented his offering to us, a most excellent offering. For those of you who don't understand that Easter is on Sunday, we have entered into the Holy Week. From this Sunday through the next Sunday, all of the things happened. Jesus entered into Jerusalem on Palm Sunday. He had the Lord's Supper with his disciples. Judas betrayed him. He was tried and beaten and crucified. He was hung. All of that happened in this week. And then he rose again. A most excellent offering. And so I want to pray for us and our offering. I want to pray for a few people that have had some issues of the heart or some issues of life. I'm going to stop right here. I'm not even going to try to unfold the rest of it because God is giving me to pray on this afternoon. Will, I said thank you for coming in today because you're going to help somebody believe again, somebody press again, somebody try again in their life. And so, Mr. Jones, I, I do want you to come and stand on the altar, please. 
so that we might pray with you, uh, Mr. Richard Jones. And if there is anyone else in this, Michaela, I want you to come and stand on the altar uh, with us. Because we want you to get to a place where you can present your offering. It's a solemn response. But there's been some struggle in my heart, God. There's been some struggle in my life, God. And so, God, I want to get to the place to where my money, my time, and my gift is all yours. But I found myself in a hard place. I want you all to look at Brother Will on this afternoon, and I want you to know that God is a miracle worker. That God is still healing spiritually and naturally. For anybody else, if you are in this place and you are saying, you know what, Pastor Sharonda, I want to be able to give from my heart when I've had some difficulty. Or I just want to make sure my heart is good. Trina, will you come and stand with me on this altar? Let God shore you up in your heart condition and what's happening in your heart. We want to pray for you on this afternoon. We are going to pray that God, we are giving ourselves away to you so that we might be able, God, to be whole, to be healed, to be able to pray through in the name of Jesus. God, help us today as we press through, as we are being healed. God, deal with our heart condition. God, as we rejoice in being reminded of who you are and what you do, there's an anointing for restoration in this place. And if you have anything that you need to be restored in your life, uh, then you need to come up here Serenity, I'm glad you came out. Would you come stand on the altar with us? Anybody else who is feeling like, God, I need you to restore me and restore me completely. Tiffany and Deontay, would you come and stand on the altar?
our altar prayer, and yes, people came up for prayer, but there's miracles happening right out here in this space. Don't think it can't be you, and don't think it won't be you that will need one or need one right now. So just begin to pray even right now, God. I present myself as this offering because I don't want to leave a blessing on the table that could save my life. I don't want to leave a blessing on the table that could save my family. And so we're still praying. Keep on praying. Keep on Central at 77977.